Welcome to Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. I'm Adam. And I'm Paul. And I'm Jerry. Today we're going to drink some whiskey, we're going to smoke some cigars, we're going to try some beard products, we're going to tell you guys all about it. Um, before we get into the whiskey of the week, as always, let's start with our palate warmer. What's everybody starting with today, gentlemen? I broke out a little 1920, Old Forester 1920, which is one of my favorite bourbons. I went with a uh, Gunner's Weeded Bourbon out of uh, Kansas. It's a mash bill of 63% corn, 34% wheat, and 3% malted barley. And it's coming in at 90 proof. Um, don't think the uh, distribution on this is the greatest, but if it's around you, it's definitely something to pick up. I think it's like 30 bucks. Solid pickup. So I went with a... Uh... Rebel 10. Um, coming in at 100 proof. Uh, this is produced by Lux Row. And I don't see the mash bill on here. It is a single barrel. I love this stuff because I, I've, I've liked it since it was still called Rebel Yell. But this stuff tastes like straight up angel food cake to me. Got a beautiful color. Um and it's it's not it's not terribly out of the ballpark as far as price goes. I got this one on a trade. Um, the one that I actually purchased it was more appropriately priced than it is now. I think I got that one for about seventy bucks, and that was four or five years ago, something like that. It was Rebel Yell Ten at that time. So this is a fantastic juice, and I highly recommend anybody pick it up if they see it. Um, so while we're sitting here sipping on these palate warmers guys um i want to give a shout out um first on 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 apple podcast we've got three ratings all three of them are five stars so to whomever it was that gave us those ratings thank you very much but i want to give a big shout out to a gentleman that goes by the name redbeard 827 this Review was uh, posted on September 1st, and the title of it is Very Informative Podcast. And uh, Redbeard writes, very laid back and straightforward, straightforward reviews of many different products. Very cool to listen to and hear the differences in opinion on the notes of each bourbon, beard product, and cigar they each pick up. Highly recommend. So to Redbeard827. We thank you very much. Um, anybody, you, that's, yep. Anybody that's hearing our voice now, um, if you don't care, give us a rating and a review. It helps us to know what we're doing right, and uh, you know, leave those negative reviews as well. That'll help us um, make changes going forward to make this the best podcast that we possibly can. If you hate it, let us know. If you love it, let us know. Always open to criticism whether it's constructive or destructive. Um, another another uh, mention that I want to give uh, while we're sipping is the Medicinal Whiskey Charity. Um, I made a post about this on Instagram the other day, and basically what it is is, um, you know, you uh, – they, they so first of all, let's talk about them. Um, they, they're – their mission is to fight childhood illness with power and passion of whiskey enthusiasts. 
and um their current their their current um promotion i guess you would call it is it is a sweepstakes um all proceeds are going to benefit kentucky children's hospital that's here in lexington at uh it's part of uh, uk hospital um so what it is is um for this particular charity um you know the grand prize is a private Willett family estate barrel pick for up to six people. Um, I heard on a on another show earlier today. I think that the juice in this barrel is somewhere around ten years old. Um, barrel will be selected, or barrel selected will be bottled at barrel strength, and bottled for pickup by the winner at no cost. Um, Second place is a tasting for 10 people at the Whiskey House in Nashville. And one bottle of MWC's Willett Family Estate Private Selection 10-Year Bourbon. That's a different um, different pick that was done by Medicinal Whiskey Charity. Because the, the grand prize, that's gonna be, that barrel is going to be picked by the winners themselves, not Medicinal Whiskey Charity. Uh, third place is two bottles of Medicinal Whiskey uh, Charity's Willett Family Estate Private Selection 10-year bourbon and i gotta say third place sounds pretty damn good um all funds raised again go directly to benefit kentucky children's hospital um great charity definitely something to look into and definitely something i want to encourage folks to uh to donate to um get out there look them up they're uh they're on instagram they're on facebook you can find their website at um medicinalwhiskeycharity.org so check them out all right guys are you guys sufficiently warm ready to move on to the whiskey of the week yep let's go for it let's do it all right whiskey of the week this week was provided by paul it is a wheel horse bourbon and beyond that i'm gonna shut the fuck up and let paul tell us about it yeah, so this is a wheel horse bourbon um, from Green River Distilling. Um, it's a uh, sour mash, small batch whiskey. It's a 70-21-9 mash bill. Um, pot still, non-chill chill, non -chill filtered, uh, coming in at 101 proof and retails around 35 bucks. So nice budget bottle. So I did a little background on it. Um, looked it up on, um, breakingbourbon.com. It's a great place for reviews. You get plenty of nosing notes and palate notes and finish notes and things of that nature. So, um, it says the nose, at least for the reviewer was that of summer fruit, orange peel, caramel, hint of oak, and it was very floral. So I haven't nosed it yet. I'm going to look and see if I agree. Yeah, I get a lot of the fruity notes off the nose, and I've, you know, already got into this one, so I get a lot of the sweet fruit notes off the palate also. It's definitely a sweeter, fruitier uh, bourbon, which uh, I really like it. For 35 bucks, I mean, can't go wrong. So a little bit more background on it. Uh, batch one was um, 
was number 19 on Whiskey Advocate's top 20 most exciting whiskeys of 2021. And it was one of four to score 94 points or higher. Uh, the other four were Lagavulin 11, the Offerman edition, the Guinness ca- cask finish. That one was 95 and rated number one. Uh, the Teeling Black Pits was 94 and number three. There was a Nika at 94 at number 15. And then this Wheel Horse at 94 points at number 19. And it was also the only whiskey on that list that was under 50 bucks, I'm pretty sure. Um, it also won gold at the San Fran, uh, the Spirits comp uh, in 21 and 22. And uh, some some more notes. They're saying root beer spice, candied pineapple, wet walnuts, clementines, and Christmas cookies on the nose. Definitely Christmas cookies. It's as it finishes on the nose, for me at least. I don't get the orange peel. I, I do get floral and some nondescript fruitiness i get no caramel and i do get a hint of oak on the nose let's let's put the palate to the test yeah i get the caramel coming Ah, through on the palate yeah caramel comes through on the palate but there is that that's that's the sweetness i think that's a that's a punch of fruit salad right up front bam it's a a fruit bomb it's very sweet and you know in a good way it leads more fantastic it leads more like red fruit or tropical away from citrus. I think uh, I don't get yeah. much citrus on it, but you know, maybe a little pineapple, a little red fruit, strawberry, some kind of berry or something like that. Um, yeah, no, overall, I think this is a fantastic bottle and really like what the lineup of wheel horse, the rise really good. Also. I definitely get pineapple yeah. now that you've said that and maybe black cherry more than regular cherry um i'm not a, i'm not a big fan of cherry i do like black cherry i know that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me to say i don't like cherry oh by the way i like black cherry um but that's kind of what i get here that is that's that's fantastic i'll be grabbing a bottle of this the next time i go to the store absolutely yeah i got uh i get strawberry on this one um and then i also get some kind of like vanilla custard or vanilla icing on it um something along those lines um this one has been a go-to for me for uh, about three, four months now when I first found out about it. Um, so, yeah, I got a lot of that vanilla custard, a um, little bit of like a cinnamon spice in there. But overall, that fruity, whether it was strawberry or black cherry or pineapple, some kind of fruit in there that that shines in there and makes a nice sweet pour. Well, as Jerry and I found out recently, the um, the OZ Tyler, you know, uh, slash uh, Green River stuff, um, we already knew it was fantastic. But, you know, uh, we, we were tasting it straight from the barrel and holy shit. Um, yeah. Let's not let's not fool ourselves. Uh, Barstown Bourbon Company made the right move when they bought that company because those cats know good whiskey and so i'm not surprised that this is fantastic um what one one more one more note on this by the way this is a collab with latitude beverage um and latitude is the company um the company behind well i mean just a a ton of different things honestly yeah um but um they've got uh uh, Ironside, Magic Door, 
Mija Sangria, Steel 43 Vodka, Tequila Zarpado. Um, I don't know any of those brands. They got but, they do know. copper and cask. Okay. So um, know. they're also one of the fastest growing independent spirits and wine uh retailers or companies right now. Uh they're huge with what they're buying right now. A lot of those wines and, and vodkas or whatever. They're not big names yet, but they're going to be just like this wheel horse. It seems like, like no one knows them until next thing you know, it's all over the place. Yeah, that's, um, that's a absolutely fantastic, fantastic whiskey, Paul. Uh, thank you very much yeah. for, for this sample. And he sent it in the coolest damn sample bottle that's ever been made. Um, a liquid ministry bottle. This some bitch has. Those are some of the coolest sample bottles it, out there. It really is fucking awesome. I mean, it's got this nice little. I don't know what the fuck this is on the bottom. This embossing here. What design this is? It's got it on the lid as well, and um, on the back, it's it's got the same design. It says liquid ministry, and it's got one ounce, one and a half ounce, and two ounce, and it's also measured out in milliliters. Um, I, I mean, it literally looks like a, a, a miniature whiskey bottle. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, very- those, those bottles are some sample bottles I got. I do some uh, online tasting with a group called The Prime Barrel. And it was those bottles were from a, a tasting I did a while back with them. So they are really cool bottles. I got the, the measurement marks on the back, like the fill measurements and stuff. It's pretty cool little bottles. It is. It is. And this was uh, this was Jerry's idea to do this particular pour tonight for the whiskey of the week so um thank you both that that was extremely enjoyable um i have been smoking this cigar the cigar of the week um one last thing before we go to the cigar with this pour um i've heard it more than once um hopefully it doesn't get out uh but people have noted that this is going to be a wild turkey 101 killer um yeah. Which is funny, which is funny people say that because when I originally tasted it, it reminded me of a mixture between like a maker's mark and a wild turkey with that vanilla custard and in the that cinnamon baking spices. And that's exactly what it reminds me of. You take 50-50 makers and, and wild turkey, at least for me. I could see that comparison, but I do not see this being a wild turkey killer because Oh no, no. You know, wild turkey is wild turkey. So, um, and you know, five anybody, anybody that, cheaper. Yeah, and anybody that listened to the episode that we did last week knows that uh, you know we geek out over some wild turkey, especially when it's old wild turkey. Um, it, it's wild turkey's been around for a long time. Jimmy and Eddie, they know what the fuck they're doing. And if Jimmy and Eddie aren't involved, you can guarantee that. Uh, you know, Eddie's son and uh, anybody else that's at Wild Turkey knows what the fuck they're doing. So it's not going to be a killer. I could see it being no. a competitor. Um, but the only reason they're really making that comparison is because of the proof. 101 proof. They're going to, they're of course, any, anytime you find a whiskey that uh, is at 107 proof, automatically you're going to start hearing, well, this old is a, an OWA killer. No, it's not. You know, it's not. OWA love buffalo tracer hate them it's a fantastic whiskey i don't care what anybody says so that being said the difference the difference between that is owa is unattainable for 90 percent of us wild turkey we could all find so it's hard to be a killer of something that's on the shelf at 
99.9% of stores. 100%. Yeah, 100% agree. 100%. So, um, but so, so I've been smoking this cigar since either one of you got on this call. And, uh, as you can see, I'm not even halfway through this giant bastard. Um, but I've been smoking it with the palate warmer. I smoked it with the wheel horse and, I will say that that 101 proof whiskey sat right in the sweet spot for this cigar. Now I have had some cigars of late that would not have paired well with this, with this whiskey. And I want that known for anybody that listens to this show. Um, We don't intentionally set this up so that we can say, Oh, this is a great pairing or, or whatever. We, we set it up and we're going into it blind in a way. Um, because we've not had the whiskey and the cigar together until we do it together on the show when we record. Um, we're not, we're, we're trying to find these things out for you so that you don't have to go out and, and do it yourself. Um, it's just worked out that, you know, we, we caught on pretty quick to, oh, well, this will be good with this or, or, you know, whatever. Um, we do have a show coming up look for the halloween episode um you're gonna hear lots of lots of trash talk um but this this particular cigar has worked out really well with both of the whiskeys that i've had sitting here tonight um and it did help bring out a little bit more sweetness in that wheel horse i feel um great you know uh, great whiskey on its own i did have a little nip before I got into it with the cigar, just so that I knew the difference between the two. Um, but with that said, uh, this the cigar of the week that we're that we're talking about is a Bone Shaker Warhammer. And um, if that sounds really cool to you, it sounded really cool to me. Also, um, I bought it strictly based on the name. And uh, I'm not usually one to do that, but the uh, the name and and the uh, the band on it, uh, you know, it's it's got a skull on it, and it's a cool font, and uh, it looks like uh, ribs that are coming out from the sides of it, and all these weird designs and and Celtic designs that are thrown in there. It's it's really cool. It's it's a big cigar. Let's not delude ourselves into thinking any different. It it has it's a it, it's a length of six inches and it's got a ring gauge of 60. I mean, it's a, it's a big damn cigar. Uh, the last time that I smoked one of these, it took me the better part of two hours. Um, it's, it's wrapped in Connecticut broadleaf. Um, it's bound in Nicaraguan tobacco and it's filled with Nicaraguan tobacco as well. It's produced in Nicaragua. Um, it has a full strength and it is a Maduro. Um, notes from JR Cigars, because it's the only place I could find them. Um, coffee, chocolate, and, um, you know, earth, cinnamon, and tangy spice. Um, yeah. Quote, unquote, not for the weary. It's an affordable stick, just begging to accompany an ice cold brew and a juicy steak. Now, I can agree with that 100%. Um but I, I did have some trouble tracking down the company 
that produces this. Um, I, I The only thing that I was actually able to find, and hopefully I've still got it up. Yeah, I do. The only thing that I was actually able to find is that it comes from a factory in Nicaragua called NAXA. Um, yeah. And NAXA stands for Nicaraguan American Cigars SA. And I don't know what the SA stands for. Um, it's based in Nicaragua and it's partially owned by Oliva. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, there, the, you know, JR Cigars has the their top five cigars that are produced by Naxa, Crowned Heads, which are fantastic. I've had those before. The JR Alternative Edición Limitada. Um, it doesn't say what that is supposed to be. You know, that's that's a JR Alternative. I don't know what that's supposed to be an alternative to. Um, one that I really want to try called Umbagog, just based on the name. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason it just sounds cool. Uh, Muestra de Saca. Um, and if I'm butchering any of these in Spanish, I apologize. I'm not a native Spanish speaker. Um, and then, uh, so that's, that's what, uh, uh, so two crown heads, they have two crown heads on here. Crown heads, Azul y Oro. And Crown Heads Lee Patissier, which sounds Spanish, Span uh, damn it, French, sounds French to me. Anyhow, um, these are, a, it's a giant cigar, It's it, but it's really good. Um, how do you guys feel about it? Yeah, I, the notes from JRs are pretty much dead on. I mean, without- Spot on. Yeah, without you here, I mean, without looking them up ahead of time, which you just read off with what I have got down on my paper, um, I get it's definitely coffee, cinnamon. It's a very creamy cigar. Um, but there is a for me, it's a black pepper on kind of like the exhale. Um, it's definitely a little bit past a mild cigar. Um, I think it goes well with the two whiskeys that I've already drank, which were both sweeter whiskeys. And I think that darker flavor cigar pairs well with the sweeter whiskey. Um, I don't know how this would pair with like a rye or something like that. Something that's already a little bit spicy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's a, it's a mini baseball bat. I mean, it's a big damn cigar. Um, and yeah, I, I haven't even asked yet. And we've been lit here for about 25 minutes. It's uh, it's going to be a, a good two hour cigar. Definitely. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I get um, get like a, a earthy coffee, almost like a dirty coffee, but in a good way, um, with like a, a chocolate creamer or something. Uh, like Paul said, it it's definitely has a, a creamy effect with it. Um, definitely get that earthy coffee notes to it. Um, I'm about an inch in, maybe a little less. Nice, clean, even burn. Uh nice clean draw with it the pre-light draw i was getting a lot of leather and raisin um but none of that comes through after you light it uh so far it's a fantastic definitely a full-bodied cigar um and i imagine as this keeps going it'll even get more and more full um pairs fantastic with this whiskey uh, this the sweeter weeded that I had earlier, and then this wheel horse definitely pair up with it real nice. Yeah, and if you and I feel it, like it 
pull feel like it pulls out some more of that citrusy sweet like getting more of like this like the citrus is coming out with the the pour now which i didn't get at all without the cigar yeah and if you take a look at their socials um as far as naxa's socials it's pretty cool they got a lot of pictures of the actual factory you know they seem like they are putting their workers you know up front there's a lot of group pictures of their workers and things like that um it was it was pretty cool to see like those kind of behind the scenes type of uh pictures um so yeah check check them out they have uh nasca cigars on facebook and uh nasca esteli e-s-n-a-s-c-s-a-e-s-t-e-l-i on instagram um i guess it's from what I could tell, they have a master cigar maker and blender, Raul Dizla, who's kind of leading the charge with these cigars. And um, yeah, they're doing really good things. Yeah, I'm I'm very much enjoying this. They've got some other, you know, they're, they're, the names that they have for their cigars is really cool. Um, again, I bought this based strictly on the name, but uh, I, I'm I'm pleased with it. I'm pleased with the with the uh, with the price. I got five of them for. I want to say like 45 bucks or something like that. Not anything terribly crazy. So um, good stuff. I'm uh, uh, Hopefully they keep it up, keep producing these so that we can keep buying them. All right, guys. Um, so we got a long list of beer products here to talk about. Are you guys ready for that? Let's go. All right. So this week... Um, we're talking about the beard struggle. Um, now there's there's a bit of a caveat here because as I'm want to do, I will look up other reviewers reviews of the products that we're going to review before we have them on. And I hear a lot of complaints out there from from other reviewers. Oh, they're a joke because they charge this much for their beard straightener brush or or whatever the fuck. Um, one guy that I saw was, oh, well, you can't pronounce this. Um, and 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 that's that's clearly a sticking point for us. Um, we've talked about that in the past, but I got to looking into the ingredients, and it's strictly the scientific name for some of the shit that they have in mm-hmm. there, like the vitamin E and, and and things of that nature. So don't let that throw you. Look into the names. Let's go ahead and throw that out there. If if there's a big long name on there. And you're like, I don't know if I want this in my beard. Do a little bit of research and look up that name. And you're likely to find out, hey, this is just a scientific name of something that occurs naturally. Um, With that said, um, so when you order their sample pack, it is free. Um, You just pay shipping and they send you nine samples. And... First off, uh, their 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 samples are more than I would normally use. There's more in one little packet than I would normally use. Um, but with that being said, that's I mean that's not a bad thing. And um, I, I made sure to make notes of my my top three. Well, I made notes of my favorites in in exact order. Um, but uh, so my, my personal top three were Valhalla's Gates, Van Nier's Wisdom, and Mjolnir's Strike. 
Um, they're very, they're very big on, on, uh, Norse mythology and incorporating that I've had one of their fold out cones for a long, long time. Um, and I carry that one with me all over the place. I actually have another one that from, from a different company that I keep in my truck. Um, but I carry my, my beard struggle comb with me everywhere I go. My, my least favorites were Alfheim's forest, um, that one to me smelled like the uh, the Bath and Body Works cucumber melon lotion bullshit. Not a fan. Um, Asgardian Secret, which to me smelled like licorice and Surter's Fury or Suthir, as it's more properly pronounced. And that smelled like I'd have my face over a campfire, which I'm, I'm usually for. But this was uh, this was unbearable. Um, really, really strong. Um, Today, I used Mjolnir Strike after I got out of the shower because I knew that I was going to be coming down here and smoking a cigar. And I've had these samples for a while, um, a few weeks, uh, long enough to uh, purchase um, oils of Valhalla's Gates and Vanier's Wisdom, as well as beer balms for both and the uh, conditioner to use in the shower from Valhalla's Gates. Uh, I knew that Mjolnir Strike from having used it in the past and having a couple additional samples sent to me whenever I purchased other products that it holds up really well to cigars. The last time that I used it and smoked a cigar, I used it in the morning after I got out of the shower. It held all day and night. I went to a concert, drank some beer, came home, smoked a cigar, went to sleep. And the next day, all I could smell in my beard was the beard oil. And that's, I mean, it's, it, it's not overpowering, but it does stick around for a really long time. So I really, really like that. You get what you pay for. It's about 25. Well, no, I take that base, but yeah, it's about $25 um, for a one ounce bottle. If you buy it as a bundle for the day and night oils, which to me is kind of silly, not necessary, regardless, about 33 bucks for the, for the pair. Um I really like these products. I, I the oils and the balms, at least. I'm not gonna go buying a straightening brush and all. I've got one that my wife bought for me a long time ago from a company that I can't even remember. I'm not into all that madness. Uh, all I want is something that's gonna make my beard smell great. It's gonna moisturize it, um, help me to have a little bit of control. That's really all I'm worried about. So, all those other products that they have, minus the fold out beard comb that I carry just to get food out of my beard. Uh, great stuff. I really, really like these products. Uh, how how did you guys feel about them? Yeah, I really like them too. Um, just hitting on that, what you just said is they they do have a wide variety of products from you know skincare, hair care, beard care. Um, I really like the like the Norse mythology, uh, Viking names. Um, yeah, some of them I can't pronounce, but it's cool they got. I mean, that's kind of their gimmick, and it's it's a pretty cool one if you ask me um it's funny you one of the ones you listed as your bottom three was my favorite which was as guardian secret um it's um to me it's just like a vanilla bomb but it does have hints of citrus in there too um and that's what i have in right now and um i really like this one i haven't gone through i had the sampler pack i haven't gone through them all yet but i really like that one um i had a, i got a balm of veneers wisdom um I like that a lot too. I didn't get a whole lot of 
like the oils, you really pick up the scents. And if you go to their website, they have a scent guide and you can kind of pinpoint what you're smelling. If you're, if you're like, ah, I think I get, you know, they break that down for you of what it, what you, what they put into it as far as what scents you should get. And the veneers wisdom, the balm, I don't get a whole lot of those scents. Um, it doesn't really have much of an overpowering, not overpowering, but the oils, you can really pick up the scent and what they're going for. And the balm is a little bit muted as far as scent, but it works really well. Um, it liquefies in your hand pretty quickly so that you can get it in there. Um, it's got good, you know, it moisturizes well. It's got good management, good hold. Um, the oils I like a lot. They're not greasy. I mean, I put some in this morning. I opened the Asgardian Secret this morning. Really like that and put a little bit more in, finish the packet. Like you said, the packets, the sample packets, there's definitely at least two applications, if not more. Um, in each of the sample packets, which is nice. So if you find one that you like, you get to go back to it where a lot of samples come in those little tiny, little tiny glass jars and it's barely enough for one application. So if you're on the fence, you don't get the chance to go back to it and try it again, which I really like with this company that you do. Um, and yeah, like I said, I put it on about an hour ago again and I, mean, I finished the pack, which is probably more than I normally would put on because rub it into my skin and then I finish with just rubbing it through my beard and it's not greasy at all after an hour but I still even after smoking a cigar I got a fan blown in my face and drinking whiskey and I can still get that vanilla and that citrus I mean I really like this one but overall I haven't found one yet that I was completely turned off by that could be because there's one or two after looking at the scent profiles that I don't think I'm gonna like and I haven't tried those yet so uh but overall the four or five scents that I've tried so far have been great um so far, I mean, this is this is right up there. I really like this uh, company. These products are great. And um, yeah, definitely check them out. The Bearded Struggle on Instagram. Yeah, uh, same with the other guys. Great stuff. Um, favorites were Valhalla's Gates, the Sears Triumph. And then I'd go tied for third is the Asgardian secret. And the one I have in right now is the Honeer's poem. Um, those two are two completely different scents, but I like them both. Uh, Valhalla's gates and his ears triumph definitely have that cologne musk to it, which is, which I like with a lot of, uh, the oils, um, the veneers wisdom and Alfheim's forest are probably my two least favorite uh for me the veneers the jasmine and saffron or saffron according to their scent list i think comes out too much at least for me um but overall great stuff i haven't tried the the moniers strike however the hell you say it i haven't tried that one yet that's still unopened i'll probably do that tonight after a shower um liked all of them the uh Going back to the website, they have a beard quiz where you could take and they'll give you um, it's more for newbies where you don't know what kind of regiment you want to do. And they'll tell you, all right, this is like the oils and then the, the butters or bombs and what you like. And then they'll give you a uh, scent um, suggestions with how you go. And Azir's Triumph and Asgardian Secret showed up for mine. So it's pretty spot on. Um I messaged them this morning at about 10, 10, 15, and about 10, 30, 10, 40. They responded back on Instagram. So fantastic uh, customer service. I asked them the difference between the day and night 
oils and they responded back. The only difference is vitamin E. The, the daytime has vitamin E. Um, you go on their website and it, the only difference on their website is the daytime has sunflower seed oil and the nighttime doesn't. So that's the only difference that they say. My one thing about, well, the one thing about it is you go on the website and it, it confused the shit out of me earlier. I was looking, so I want to buy a couple of these because I want sample pack too. Um, I put in a bundle uh, with oil and butter or balm. I don't remember. And it said it was going to be 40 whatever bucks. And when it got to the cart, it was showing 60. So I was like, oh, well, their website must be messed up. And then I remember that this is a Canadian based company and their website at the top, you could select which uh, currency you use. So obviously I use the US dollar. Their cart is in Canadian dollars. Uh, so it kind of freaked me out a minute when I saw that it was supposed to be 48 bucks and it's showing up as like 60 something bucks. Uh, so if you see that, don't be alarmed. It's just that currency that they use up there, that monopoly money. Uh, but you, they do do free shipping over 65 bucks, which is cool. Um, like you said, you put two or three items together and it's over that, that price range. So great stuff. Definitely looking forward to buying some of their products and actually getting to use them more than the little sample packets we have. Yeah. So, um, with the, with the, uh, with the sample packs that they send you in, in addition to the nine samples that they send, um, there's also a boar's head brush that they sent for free. Um, some, you know, bracelets that the, the silicone bracelet, yeah. the old school live strong style bracelet. Yeah. I don't really give two shits about that personally. And they always send a sticker. Um, so now I have... sent the, the cool little pamphlet that has skull brother. Welcome to the family, what they're about. Um, it's a fold out of four pages and it has every product they have from butter balm waxes uh oils to pre-shave oil to washes brushes everything and then they give a discount code on it for your next order and then on the back side has the scent profile so that was kind of cool you didn't have to go back on the website and see what each scent was while you're in the bathroom after a shower or whatever trying to figure out which one you want to use for that day and I, i've bought the uh, Valhalla's Gates uh, conditioner as well. I really like that. The scent on it's pretty mild, so if you expect to be able to use that conditioner and then wash it out and still have that scent hang around, it's there, but it's not going to be like it would be when you use the oils. And um, the I use the oil and the balm in conjunction because the scents are there. You know, they match up, they complement each other, um, but the balm provides that extra control. So um, my, my beard kind of gets kind of wily. Uh, so I don't like having, you know, mustache hairs tickling my nose and shit sticking out the sides like Doc Brown lives on the side of my face or something like that. So um, really great products, really good scents. Uh, they're, they're more like a, like Jerry said, 
um, more of a beard cologne in a lot of ways than they are just a standard beard oil that's not overpowering. And like Paul said, it's not greasy. It doesn't run off on your or come off on your hands when you when you rub your beard after you put it in there. It, it soaks in really well. It moisturizes, does everything that it's supposed to do. Uh, it it is a little more pricey than some of the other beard oils that I've used or some of the ones that we've even reviewed on this show, but. I think that it's worth it given the way that the, the scent hangs around and it, and it really does the job. So, um, the well, scent sticks around for forever. It does. It seems like it does. And and not in a bad way. It's not overpowering throughout the day. It, and one thing I forgot to mention is since if you look at the, the scents, um, let me pull one up. Um, so the Valhalla's gates that we keep talking about says a zesty yet soft scent with press, fresh citrus and a deep rose top notes smooth amber heart notes on a base of sandalwood and vanilla so what for me what happens is i it starts out with that rose and and uh citrus and then throughout the day it, it evolves as some of the scents dissipate the undertones of the for me woody notes stick around forever so when that's it when the rose and citrus starts going off the the woody notes start coming out and it it changes throughout the day, which is kind of cool. Um, a lot of these other products that we've reviewed, they're just one, not saying it's a bad thing, but they, it, they do one, one note, um, whether it's like a, a tobacco vanilla or a, a woody citrus, uh, these have a ton of sense in them and they change throughout the day. And it's, it's kind of weird. All of a sudden you're like, what the hell did I put Like, what's that smell? And then you realize, Oh, it's your beard that changes the smell because of, some of the lighter scents dissipated and the heavier stuff is coming back out. Yeah. Great stuff. Great value. Highly recommend. Check them out. Um, you guys ready to move on to the, this pours on me? Yes, sir. I'm looking yep. forward to it. All right. Uh, yeah. So this week, I provided the pour to the other guys. Um, I had intended to let Jerry try this whenever he was in town last time, and we just didn't get around to it. But um, I have had this bottle for going on three years. I'm just now that far into it, so I'm not even halfway into the bottle for good reason. Um. So this bottle retails for $300. Um, my wife managed to get this for just a little over a hundred bucks at a Kroger here in town, because I'm guessing that somebody put the wrong skew on the bottle and uh, probably lost their job because as far as I know, all six of the bottles that that particular Kroger got were sold for this same hundred and something dollar price. Um, we're talking about old William Tarr 12 year. Um, now this comes in at 120 proof. It is a small batch. Uh, the 
Mash bill is 74 corn, 18% rye, and 8% malted barley. Um, this comes from RD1 Distillery, which Jerry and I made a trip to their tasting room this past summer. Um, and their other expressions are also fantastic. We'll probably have those on this show at some point. For sure. Um, this was Lexington's first federally registered distillery, hence the name RD1. Um, this is a distillery that uh, Mark Stoops, head coach of the University of Kentucky, has a stake in. Um, which I'm guessing probably has something to do the, with the price. On the label, it says plainly, a rare collector-worthy bourbon. Um, I, I can't, this is batch B190. The bottle actually tells you it's bottle 631. Um, I don't have a lot in the way of tasting notes or anything of that nature because I didn't bother to look it up. So we'll just have to go by what our noses and palates tell us. And right off the bat, I get citrus and leather and oak. Yeah, leather and oak, big time. Yeah, that's what I got. Now, it's got a nice color. It doesn't have an, I mean, it, it's 12 years old, so you would expect it to have that color. Um, It's got some nice legs on it. I mean, it, it sticks right to the side of that glass. Mm -hmm. um, let's dive into the into the palette here. Yeah, I get a lot of leather and oak carries through. It's very tannic. Um, but I get a caramel, like almost like a, maybe like a, not a sweet, almost like a date maybe. Um, a little bit of baking spice, but maybe a little cinnamon. Um, but that the finish is very oaky, very tannic, um, but not a bad way at all. I mean, in a, in a very good way, it's drying. It's got a little spice on the end. Um, not really a pepper spice, almost like a, maybe a ginger or something like that. A little bit, kind of like a sweet spice. Um, this is really good. I like this a lot. Um, do we know where this was distilled? No, um, it does not say on the bottle where it was distilled. It I want to say it's an undisclosed Kentucky distillery, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it just says bottled by William Tarr Distillery in Bardstown. Um, my guess would be Heaven Hill, but that's just a guess. Um, it doesn't it doesn't strike me as a beam distillate in any measure. No, um, but it is absolutely fantastic. Now, for $300, I'm not going to pay that. Um, my wife got it for me, like I said, for Christmas. Um, and she was really excited to give it to me. And um, the next day, on Christmas Day, we always go to some friend's house. And we have Christmas brunch with them. And they cook eggs and bacon and all this stuff and then we drink mimosas until we don't have any champagne left always a good time but on the way there we stopped at a liquor store um and as i was paying um i saw this particular bottle i looked over it comes in a nice box too uh let's throw that out there it's got a magnetic um clasp on it um nice 
you know, big image of William Tarr. It's a cartoon type image of the man himself. Um, but I look over and there's that box. And I look just below it. This is at a, a well-known liquor store here in Kentucky called Liquor Bard. Uh, and they always, when they have them out on the counter, the the allocated stuff, they always have the um, the price tag taped to the counter just below the bottle or the box. And it said $300. And I thought, there's no way in hell. Because my wife told me that she paid just a little over 100 bucks, And then I looked it up online. And sure enough, that's the retail price of this particular bottle. And I thought, well, maybe it's because Mark Stoops uh, signs some of these bottles. And then I thought about it. My bottle is not signed by Mark Stoops. Um, I don't really see. I mean, I'm, I'm a big UK football fan. Don't get me wrong. I work at UK. I live here in Lexington. I'm not paying $300 for a bottle of bourbon just because Mark Stoops signed it. I'm not paying $300 for this bottle again when this bottle is gone. That's why I'm really nursing this bottle. I rarely get into it. In fact, uh, we all have a few ounces here in our glass, and that's the most that I've poured from this bottle since I've had it. And I've had it, again, for almost three years, three years this Christmas. Uh, but it's damn good. Um, would I pay a hundred bucks for this bottle? Yeah, sure. I'd pay a hundred bucks for a 12 year that tastes like this a hundred percent. Am I going to go out and, 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 and buy another one of these for 300? Absolutely not. Um, everything that they make though is fantastic. Uh, if you go to their, to their tasting room, uh, downtown in the distillery district, you're going to try four different whiskeys and then they're going to allow you to thief from a barrel that they have sitting right there on the floor and they don't thief it for you. You're allowed to thief it yourself. Um, we went to another distillery that uh, they have a, a thief tour and they only allow you to thief from the barrel yourself. If you're going to bottle it and buy that bottle from them. Um, and then there's, you know, uh, bourbon 30 and you're there to try all of those and they allow you to thief it then um because you're trying all those but th these folks they allow you after you do your tasting to thief straight from the barrel um and they 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 kind of said you know we they gave us this little bitty glass and they said we, we said can we use these other ones instead because they were bigger and the girl said well if you can handle that much and we all laughed um we all laughed because it's barrel strength and of course you know we, we're all Prefer the title professional drinkers as opposed to uh, anything more derogatory. And uh, yeah, it's it's really good. Everything that they make is good. They had an Amberana finished, which was probably the best Amberana finish that I've ever had. It wasn't overpowering. It wasn't because um, a lot of them that I've had, they're just it's it's I don't want to be punched in the face with liquid liquid Christmas cookie. This was uh, it, it was subtle. It was delicious. They paired it all with food. Um, really, really impressed with this company and the different expressions that they've that they put out. They have a seven-year William Tar. They had this 12-year. They have another one, might be 10, something like that. And then they have their standard line, the RD1. And they're all absolutely worth picking up, uh, especially this 12-year, if you can get it for less than 300 bucks. I suggest trying it at a bar. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that citrus up front. Uh, 
good amount of uh, baking spice, but not like the like the heavy cinnamon clove. It, it's something a little bit lighter. I can't pull it exactly out. Um, great finish, nice long finish. Uh, definitely has some drying aspects of it uh, from I'm guessing the the age of it and the proof. But yeah, it's it's a solid pour. Hundred bucks, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, um, much more than that. Um, typically I'm not looking at bottles much more than that anyway. So that's going to be a no for me. But solid stuff. Already one is a fantastic place, like Adam was saying. Um, and the Amberana finish. At, they got Amberana, a French oak, and a maple. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's like a maple finish. They're not finishing it in Amberana barrels or French oak barrels or maple barrels. They actually take cubes of those barrels and they string them up kind of like uh, those old school candy necklaces or whatever. And they drop those in the barrel, kind of like how Makers and Mark does with their staves. And they they finish it for however long that they decide to finish it for. So that Amberana finish is definitely more of the bourbon forward with an accent of the amberana which is fantastic um my favorite was the the french oak um big french oak finish bourbon fan and that maple whatever it's called is pancakes and sunday morning brunch in a glass it's fantastic it it's yeah um i'm kind of disappointed that i didn't pick that up but i've already spent enough money that day and i already picked up the french oak finish so next time i see that that maple finish i'm definitely grabbing that one yeah and on the price i mean let's be honest 12 year old source barrels aren't cheap especially nowadays so i don't think they're out there price gouging or anything like that like some companies are known to do um i think they're putting out a good product um this good barrel that they came across and it's a damn good whiskey um last year at the kentucky bourbon festival i remember this was one of the ones that me and a buddy of ours, John, who went down there with me, we went back to this one a couple times and the, uh, they were in like the craft area, I guess, last year. There was one or two that we kept going back to, and this was one of them to get samples. Um, I liked all their, all their products they had then. And uh, this one, you know, it's one of the better ones I've had. Yeah. And going back to that French Oak. So when you go to their, their tasting room for that tasting experience, they, they pair, each one so they had the standard offering and that was paired with like dove regular milk chocolate that french oak was paired with doug dove dark chocolate dark and milk. that was that was the most amazing pairing that i've ever had in my life I'm, I'm a very very big fan of dark chocolate i love it i don't like milk chocolate so much in fact uh pretty much the only time that i like milk chocolate is if there's peanut butter involved i need you know a Reese cup something like that um otherwise it needs to be dark chocolate we've got some some dark chocolate upstairs it's you know it's a keto friendly snack it's dark chocolate and sea salt and um it's about as bitter as a chocolate can get without being a cacao bean and um i so so when they said you know pair it with this dove dark chocolate i mean it worked fantastic it was it was absolutely delicious and the, the maple was really good too and the amberana was um paired with a a, a ginger a snap cookie. cookie or ginger snap yeah, that's right and that worked really really well um yeah those, those snack pairings i don't want to call it food pairings they're definitely snack pairings were spot on um yeah. and then the the maple was with um 
uh, uh, trail mix, right? Trail mix. It was like peanuts and, like and, and raisins and things like that. Yeah. Cranberries. Uh, they all went together real well. Mm-hmm. Um, that maple and, and, and trail mix. Uh, I like trail mix, but did it make the bourbon better? Not so mm-hmm. much. I don't think, but that ginger snap and the amberana and that dark chocolate with that French oak was fantastic. That dark chocolate, that it really was. And um, they're getting ready to open a new shopping center here in Lexington, about a mile away from where RD1 currently sits. And RD1 will be moving into that new shopping center, which kind of sucks because right now it is in the distillery district. It is part of the old James Pepper distillery. And if you go and look at this place, um, there are two distilleries and this tasting room right there in this place that are part of the old James Pepper uh, distillery and uh, James Pepper being one of them. And then another distillery called Barrel House, which is so named because it's actually in the old barrel house of the old James Pepper distillery. Um, For anybody that's unfamiliar with James Pepper distillery, it fell into some extreme disrepair uh, very similar to the uh, the old E.H. Uh, e. Taylor distillery where Castle and Key is now. And it was revived um, as part of a, a gentrification type project there in the distillery district. So they've got some restaurants and um, just a really cool place. You know, they, they've got uh, uh, this place called Goodfellas Pizza, which was reviewed by uh, Barstool Sports twice. Um, the first time didn't work out so well for anybody involved. The second time they gave it a really good review. It's New York style pizza, gigantic slices of pizza that are fantastic. They got some really good uh, unattainable bourbons there. It's not horribly, I mean, they're pricey, but they're not horrible. And then they've got some uh, some bourbons there that you could buy a bottle of in a, in a glass case. And they've got this fantastic, it, it's a really cool, situation they've got going on there but rd1 is part of that um they're in the old rick house um that at one time was also used as an old ice house um so it kind of sucks that they're not going to be there anymore i'm sure somebody else is going to move in there and make use of that space but this uh and and it's really really nice so let's go ahead and throw that out there too this tasting room it's it's immaculate it's really really nice inside of there they've got a bar um they had a uh Lexington lemonade is what they called it. And it's a frozen lemonade made with bourbon. It was fucking delicious. Um, it, oh, it's a really cool a summertime treat right there. It, it is. It is. And it was, it was plenty hot that day. So it, it worked out really well for us. Um, it, it was, it, it's, it's a really good experience that they've got set up in there, but um, I think they're looking for more room. So they're going to move to this new, mm-hmm. um, this new shopping well, that's opening up. One, one thing she told us, our tasting guide or whatever you want to call her um, when they move, they're going to, you're going to be able to thieve out of all four barrels instead of just a single standard bourbon. So you'll be able to try the French oak, the Amberana and the maple at cast strength versus um, I think they're all at 101 proof right now. Uh, I don't remember. At, the least, at least the, at least the uh, French oak is 101 proof. I can't remember what the other ones are, but. Be able to try those at cash strength. Um, shit, even if I just make a trip up to Lexington just for that, um, I'd be happy. 
fly out there, go to the distillery, fly back. I'd be happy. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, and Paul, you know, we, we've talked about it, you know, you coming to Kentucky next year, coming to Lexington. Um, that's definitely on the itinerary already. That was, uh, we, so myself and Jerry, you know, we went with, uh, mutual friends, Mike and Jay and, uh, Tim and Wayne. And, um, we were considering going to Colorado next year. And I think that once we went to RD one and then later that day, bourbon 30, and both of them were saying we're opening up new locations. And, uh, that was right before, or right after blue run had announced their new distillery. Um, automatically our friends, our, our, our friends, our minds were made up that next year's bourbon trip is probably going to be here in Lexington again. Um, of note, uh, Lexington was recently um, made a a, uh, a gateway location to the Bourbon Trail. Um, so now that's joining Louisville and Bardstown and one other town, maybe Frankfurt, I can't remember. Regardless, um, there, there's going to be a lot more tourism, a lot more uh, places that want to come here. So we'll be on the lookout for more announcements from more distilleries and things of that nature but um that's definitely going to be a place that we're going to have to go to rd1 is definitely going to be a, a destination that we're going to have to go to um the guides there the 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 tour guides or, or whatever you want to call them because it wasn't really a tour um but the, the tasting tasting yeah um they were fantastic um very knowledgeable even the ones even the ones not like the ones that weren't our actual tasting guide they swung by and was asking how we thought what we thought of all the whiskeys mm -hmm. and the pairing and mm -hmm. and everything else. So it, it's it seems like one big fam like family there or, or whatever you want to call it. It's everyone was was very knowledgeable about the products, very excited to be there, um, happy to help out with any questions we had. Um, yeah, so it it was even though it wasn't a tour, it might have been one of my favorite. Uh, destinations on our trip last year or this past year, this year, whatever it was, we yeah. drank a lot. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, so there's <laughs> one, one, they're one of their brand ambassadors. His name is Barry Brenniger. Um, he, he's very active in the Lexington Bourbon Society. Um, he's extremely knowledgeable and somebody that we could try, we, we should try, not could try, but should try to get on this show. Honestly, he's very involved with RD1 and he has a beard that's at least as big as yours. Um, very nice gentleman. I've, I've talked to him a couple times. Um, but, uh, um, everybody that was involved or everybody that was there while we were doing the, the tasting, they were extremely friendly, very knowledgeable. There was not one point in time where, um, and, and this has occurred at other tours and tastings that I've done where I felt like Ron Swanson in, in Lowe's where I just wanted to look at him and say, I know more than you. That's not, that didn't occur there. Even, even the girl that, that did ours, um, she had only been involved. She, she'd only worked there for about a year. I think she said, and she'd only been drinking bourbon for just a couple. Um, but just being immersed in that, you could tell she had sufficiently soaked up the knowledge and, and she was, and she was very friendly and receptive to the, the, you know, the criticisms that we had or the, uh, the praises that we had, whatever yeah. it was. And she was very open to hanging out and talking to, you know, 
three complete total strangers after everybody left Wayne and Jerry and myself were still there um, just talking. And uh, you know, she was very cool. Um, so it was a and cool. If we asked a question. If we asked the question, she didn't know she had no problem going to the back or, or sending a text to someone to try to get an answer for us. Um, at least the stuff that they were allowed to tell us. Um, for sure. I don't, I don't think they were allowed to tell us where they sourced their whiskey from, even though I think all five of us or six of us had a good idea where we did ask, but I don't believe they were able to tell us, but it was very apparent of where they sourced their whiskey from, or at least the RD1 whiskeys, not the the tar whiskeys. Um, but they weren't allowed to tell us because of um, NDAs. Um, but we all, she, they kind of hinted, hinted towards it and we all figured out exact, well, figured out what we thought it was. Uh, but yeah, they had no problem getting answers for us, texting people, calling people. Um, yeah, Mike and the other guys, they ran to get food and me, Wayne and Adam stuck around and I think we bullshitted for another 20 minutes with her and hung around the shop and talked to everyone else. So it's fun time. It was. It's a good time. So I'm looking forward to uh, checking out the new location. Um, I'll continue to keep an eye out for uh, new expressions. Um, just a just just an overall. It's a good company. I'm I'm really. That's uh, one of those things where you know it, it instills a sense of pride. Where I, I'm looking at this company and going, "That's cool that I'm from the same town they are." You know, they they're here. Um, so. Very awesome. Um, One last note for them is if you're in Florida, already one has officially hit Florida now. Um, Within the last month or so, uh, they are at most, if not all, of the ABC stores. So if you want to go check them out, uh, go check them out there. They just started hitting the shelves. Very good. So, um, I think that wraps up another episode of Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. Um, be sure to check out the websites for all of the products that we have reviewed here today. That's thebeardstruggle.com, wheelhorsewhiskey.com. Um, there's not a lot out there to find out about this cigar. So check them out on jrcigars.com or wherever you buy your cigars. Um, this pours on me uh, can be found at rd1spirits.com. That's rd, the number one, spirits.com. And don't forget to check out um, medicinal whiskey uh, charity.org. Um, great cause there. And uh, make sure to uh, support uh, support your local veterans organizations, your local veterans businesses. Um, and, you know, falling in line with this particular episode, make sure to uh, uh, check out uh, children's charities. Um, at least two of us here are our fathers. Um, so that's that's definitely going to hit home for us. Um, we're still waiting on Jerry to to hop on that train. Um but he's young. He's a young guy, so he's got time. Um, as always, enjoy your whiskey and your cigars responsibly. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.
Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ullman. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson. You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers. Cheers.